Hey, my whizzes, you are listening to episode 216 of the Food Biz Whiz podcast, and we are back with episode two of four of our fourth quarter focus mini-series. In this mini-series, we're spending four weeks together outlining exactly what you should focus on as we're rounding the corner towards the holidays. I'm bringing you my wholesale buyer perspective so you can get in their heads and find success this holiday season. These episodes are under 15 minutes each, and they're really action-oriented, so you can listen, implement, and move forward in this busy season. If you haven't listened to episode 215 from last week, where we kicked off our mini-series, make sure you go back and check it out, either before you listen today or afterwards. It truly doesn't matter. So like I said, it's 15 minutes long, and it's going to give you a great framework for the next few months. In that short episode, I give you that insider scoop on what that wholesale buyer is thinking in October, November, and December, so you can make sure that you are adjusting your behavior appropriately. I'll link up that past episode, 215, in our show notes here. And so today's episode, 216, we are talking about your last chance pitch. You've got a teeny tiny bit of time to land new new accounts this year, and there's our right way and a wrong way to do it. So that's what we're covering in today's quick episode. Let's get right into it. I'm Allie Ball, former grocery buyer and retail store manager turned wholesale consultant. In my role on the retail floor, I saw delicious values-driven brands fail on our shelves simply because they didn't understand the behind the scenes of wholesale. I created the Food Biz Whiz podcast to give you hard to access insight from my career in the food industry and the tools and strategies to help you succeed on retail shelves. If you're a committed food founder who's looking to create and grow a packaged products business that positively impacts our food system, puts wealth back into your own hands, and employs members of your local community, you have found the right podcast. Let's do this. All right, Wizzes, let's talk about the reality of landing on new shelves this year. First off, I want to give you some straight talk. If you are a brand whose product has nothing to do with the holiday season in any possible way, I don't want you to pitch until January. I want you to use this time to get your ducks in a row so you've got a rock solid pitch plan and sales strategy for early 2024 when buyers are actually considering new products for their shelves again. We'll talk more about that in our fourth episode of the mini-series, but for today, here is what you need to hear. If you are a brand whose product has absolutely nothing to do with this season, my strong suggestion for you is to just pause. Pause on the new accounts, okay? Lean into your existing accounts, but no need to pitch to new ones. Okay, now what makes a seasonal product or a holiday-related product and what doesn't qualify? Let's talk out some examples. Maybe you're a cold brew coffee brand. Truthfully, you're not going to have a lot of traction getting on shelves in Q4 in the Northern Hemisphere. But maybe you are a sparkling tea brand sold in 750 milliliter beautiful glass bottles ready for toasting the holidays with your non-alcoholic ready to drink. Yes, please, right? So here you'll see there's no hard and fast rule about no refrigerated beverages, no ready to drinks. That's not true. Cold brew, mm, not so much. Sparkling tea, maybe. Maybe. 
Or let's say maybe you make tortilla chips. Perhaps it's not the right time to push for Q4 sales, but you've already got your eyes on Super Bowl weekend in January, and you know that you can hit that sweet spot of buyer pitches right after Thanksgiving as you pitch to get on the shelf before <laughs> before we get into the new year, right? You want to get those buyer orders late December so you're on shelf for Super Bowl weekend. Or maybe you're a baby food brand. Truthfully, again, not a great time to pitch buyers during the holidays. But maybe you're selling kids immunity gummies. You bet that buyer might be looking to bring in a few more health and wellness products before flu season, right? So there is a nuance to this. But I also think you intuitively know whether or not your product is seasonal or holiday related. If it feels like a stretch to you, it's going to be an even bigger stretch for that wholesale buyer. Remember, once you land on the shelf, you have to sell off the shelf. So you want to be fully set up for success. Don't launch a new account during a season where shoppers don't actually want your product, right? Do yourself a favor and wait. So if that's you, full permission to pause on the new accounts and tune back in next week when we talk about nurturing the accounts that you're already in during the third episode of this mini series. And then again in our fourth episode where we'll highlight what you'll do next to prep for January. All right, so let's say that you have done that self-assessment there. You're honest with yourself and you truly are holiday or seasonal. And you do know that once you land on those shelves this year, you can actually sell off of them. How do you craft that pitch that sparks the attention of a buyer during this time of year? Let's get into it right after this quick break. Do you know just how much profit you're making or losing as you ship your products direct to consumer or to your retail accounts? You've got to get crystal clear on this before we enter the busy season of increased direct to consumer or direct store shipping. Join us in Retail Ready now through October 24th and get your free ticket worth $200 to our live What Should I Charge workshop. You'll learn how to calculate your fixed versus variable costs, freight on board versus delivered pricing. You'll figure out if you can afford any sort of discount when shipping online, like free or reduced shipping or offering introductory offer discounts. You're going to learn your threshold for offering free shipping to your retail accounts and a whole lot more. If you've considered enrolling in Retail Ready so that you can get your sales and reorder strategies dialed in this fourth quarter, now is the perfect time to join us. You'll have our support throughout this busy season, ensuring that you're focusing on the right things in your business instead of putting out fires all season long. And you're going to use our strategies to sell, sell, sell. Plus, you'll get our added $200 bonus workshop, What Should I Charge, when you join us before October 24th. Click through to the Retail Ready information page on the show notes to find out more about our signature program and Retail Ready Essentials, both which come with our bonus live What Should I Charge workshop before October 24th. Okay, you are confident that you are a holiday product or you're perfect for this season and you've decided that you're going to pitch new accounts. What do you focus on? Your standard pitch that you use month in and month out throughout the year needs a bit of tweaking here. Don't just use the same one that you've used in June, July, right? April, any time of year, we're going to tweak it here. 
It sounds obvious, but so many brands miss this. Your fourth quarter pitch has to be holiday focused. Again, you just ran through that self-assessment and agreed that your product will sell off the shelf this season. And now you've got to convey that to the buyer. If you don't, if you don't just come out and say it, right? And you're just assuming that the buyer puts two and two together and that you're going to be great for this season, you are missing the mark. First, that buyer is going to think that you're an amateur, not even knowing that it's faux pas to pitch this time of year. And then secondly, you're putting the work on that buyer to be a detective and research your brand, right? They are so busy and even more so during this season. So you've got to use holiday sales as the urgent reason for your sales pitch. So you frankly need to come out and say it clearly. What does a holiday-focused pitch look like? I'm going to rattle off a whole bunch of ideas, and you can take what works for you. So maybe you are highlighting your product is perfect for gift-giving. Again, you come out and say this. (laughs) Is it that your packaging is seasonal? Or is does it look really high-end, right? And it's perfect for gift-giving. Or maybe you are pre-tying holiday ribbons around your boxes of confections or your jars of honey. So yeah, maybe you sell honey year round, same exact honey that you sell 12 months into the year, but you are pitching your accounts, showing them honey with little red ribbons on them for this fourth quarter, right? Maybe you're the perfect size for stocking stuffers. Again, call it out. Maybe you're updating your sell sheet to include those holiday, that holiday photography. Call it out. From there, what financial gains is that wholesale buyer making off of your holiday product? Can you offer extra margin during this time of year? Or does your product help increase the basket average this time of year? Can you offer a promo of any sort, either to pass along to the consumer so they get a deal in store, or maybe for the retailer to keep to themselves and again, pad their margin. Again, point is you have to tell that buyer what financial gains you are offering them during this holiday season. From there, I want you to emphasize how easy you are to work with during this time of year. How do they order? Is it already through a broker or distributor that they currently use? If it's direct, what's the advantage of that, right? Again, There's no right or wrong broker, distributor, direct, but I want to know the advantage of it. Maybe direct, you have a really fast turnaround time and can accommodate holiday restocks. Maybe your distributor is already distributing to their store three times a week. And so, yeah, again, holiday restocks are really easy. Again, no right or wrong answer here. Maybe you are stocking their shelves for them, right? You're solving that labor problem during this time of year. Maybe you manage your own inventory and make that super easy for them. So whatever it is, highlight how simple it's going to be to work with you during this busy season. Remember, one of the things I think about as a buyer is like, oh, shoot, like, oh, it's the holidays. I do not have time to manage another order, right? So if that's the buyer's objection, time, how can you overcome that objection right from the beginning? Okay, one more thing. What commitment, again, do you have for selling off the shelf? 
How will you engage their staff and their shoppers in order to make the sale, right? The the last thing the buyer wants is to say yes to stocking your product, and then it just sits there. They need to know that you are coming to the table with ideas on how to make your product sell. Again, maybe it's that you're gifting your bagels for their company holiday brunch. Like That would be really nice. Or you're donating your cider to their staff holiday party. Will you raise your hand to do demos of your charcuterie line on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, capturing those shoppers who need last-minute appetizer ideas? Come out and tell that buyer. Remember that buyer wants to know how you're going to help them hit their holiday goals. Maybe you have data from Q4 of last year that shows how well you sold. Lead with that. Buyers are number people and they love the data. And then lastly, don't forget about a strategic introductory offer. What can you offer them backed with a deadline that gets them to place a first order? Come out and make them a deal for getting you stocked on their shelves. So then what? You've worked through all of those holiday-related talking points, and you've decided that, yeah, you are going to pitch before buyers officially stop taking new products this year. It's time to ensure that you've got your pitch script in place. One of the mistakes that I see most often is that brands just wing it here, thinking that you surely know how to sell your product over the phone or over email. Well, like I said in the intro, there's a right way to pitch to a buyer and there's a wrong way to pitch to a buyer. Again, we don't have time to waste as we approach the holidays. So you've got to make sure that you are speaking the right language to get that buyer to say yes. Write out your pitch script and then practice and practice and practice. What is going to capture the attention of a buyer and how can you convey that to them in a straightforward, simple, clear, quick way? If you're stumped here or you need support thinking through any of those questions that I just rattled off above, this is exactly what we cover inside of Retail Ready. What are you waiting for? Get in here with us. (laughs) We can work through all of this with you at lightning speed, ensuring that you've got a chance at success before the holidays hit. Remember, most buyers go on a product freeze in October and literally do not take calls literally don't open their emails, literally do not try samples of new products until the new year. If you're going to try to land on shelves this year, now is the time. The clock is ticking and we are here to help you. Okay, my whizzes, find out the full information on Retail Ready, as well as our October bonuses linked up directly in our show notes. Okay, what did we cover today? This speedy episode, I promise you it would be quick. This speedy episode talks about all the things to think through as you do your last chance pitches of the year. We discussed holiday products, offering seasonal pricing and promotions, and practicing your pitch script. Dial in your product and the logistics of getting it to the shelf. Ensure you know how to have those pricing conversations and that you're going to end up making money off each sale. Think about your promotional strategy and know that your product is going to sell once you are on the shelf. Script and practice your pitch so that you're articulating all of the above before you ever pick up the phone or send that cold sales email. I want to know where you're stuck here. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at It's Allie Ball. And let me know. 
Tell me what came up as you listen to this. I'm going to link my handle for the show in the show notes for you guys. And again, you will also find episode one of this four-part mini-series in the show notes. In that episode, I outline exactly what that wholesale buyer is thinking in October, November, and December, and how you can use that information to your advantage. Next week, I'll be back with episode 217, the third part in our fourth quarter mini-series. We'll talk through nurturing your existing accounts to ensure that you are capturing high sales with the retailers that you already do have right now, and that you're doing everything you can to protect and grow that relationship with your wholesale buyers. I can't wait to see you back here next week. Thanks for listening and have a good one. Bye. Thanks for listening to Food Biz Wiz. If you're enjoying this podcast and the tools it gives you for growing your packaged product business, please subscribe so you never miss an episode. From one small business owner to another, I am deeply grateful for your support of this podcast, and I appreciate it when you share it with your fellow food founders, share it on social media, or leave me a review on your listening platform. Ready for more? Find out how we can work together at foodbizwiz.com. I'll see you right back here next week.